Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz and social platforms, where it's a quiet day somewhat, but uh, definitely quite a few things to know. Brought to you today by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devotion Coffee. And over in the trailer house, Netflix gave us a big one for uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's with Viola Davis and, of course, Chadwick Boseman's final performance. It's directed by George C. Wolfe, and Denzel is also a producer on the movie. That hits Netflix on December 18th, and the link is in the episode notes, of course. Now over to Hollywood. Starting off in the movie biz, where Succession's Jeremy Strong is in negotiations to join Bradley Cooper in his Leonard Bernstein biopic, Maestro, according to Deadline, he would play writer John Gruen. Bradley is, of course, playing the Maestro, and Carrie Mulligan is already cast as his wife. Over at STX, they've set Ed Helms and Harrison Ford for a comedy called The Miserable Adventures of Burt Squire Aboard the High Horn Yo. So we'll just call that Burt Squire. It's actually inspired by a true story with Ed playing a family man in a midlife crisis who uh, embarks on a sailing trip where he then gets shipwrecked in the Atlantic with an unhinged sea captain played by Ford. No director is set as of yet. Queen Latifah, Robert Duvall, and Ben Foster are joining Adam Sandler for his next movie at Netflix, called Hustle, according to Deadline. Sandler plays a down-on-his-luck basketball scout who finds an unlikely prodigy overseas and uh, brings him back to the U.S., well, without informing his team. Yeah, that should work out fine. Over in the world of TV... HBO is going to air a new special episode of Euphoria on Sunday, December 6th. It's actually the first of two new episodes that'll air before season two, but uh, no air date yet for the second one. This December episode follows Zendaya's character Rue as she celebrates Christmas in a very family-friendly way, I'm sure. HBO also ordered a six-episode satirical limited series from Mike White called The White Lotus, according to the trades. It follows some guests and employees over the course of a week at a tropical resort and will begin shooting in Hawaii next month. Over at Netflix, they canceled their Hillary Swank space show away after its first season, according to the trades. That first season arrived only about six weeks ago. Also at the Netflix, Dominic West is in negotiations to play Prince Charles in seasons five and six of The Crown, although no final deal is done yet, according to The Sun. Apple TV Plus has added the pantheon of Charlie Brown holiday specials, starting with The Great Pumpkin today. That's according to The Verge. It also includes the Thanksgiving and Christmas specials, and Charlie Brown really did love the fall holidays, didn't he? Well, anyway, uh, each special will also be made available to everyone for a couple of days around the respective holidays themselves, except for Christmas, which gets a December 11th to 13th free window. And just going to put this here, uh, Regina Hall has set up a first look TV deal at Showtime as she preps for season three of Black Monday at the pay TV network. Or wait, do we call them streaming companies now? In the well, that was fast category, uh, Channing Dungey was officially named as the new chairwoman of Warner Brothers TV. She'll take over once Peter Roth steps down early next year. And we'll finish out with talent agent Andrea Nelson Meigs. Or is that Meigs? Sorry, Andrea. Uh, She has joined UTA as a partner, this after 14 years at ICM. No list of clients coming with her was given, but uh, in the past, she has been the film agent for Beyonce and repped Idris Elba, Halle Berry, and Christina Applegate as well. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With Apple Music launching a video streaming channel that sounds a lot like MTV circa 1985. TNT staging another celebrity golf event next month. And some news at Digiday and Bustle in the online publishing world. Plus, today's pop quiz. 
Writer Mike White has, of course, built a career with many memorable projects, from HBO's Enlightened to School of Rock to, uh, most recently, Disney's The One and Only Ivan. But what was his first writing credit? Hint, it was the first official release from MTV Films, back when uh, that was a thing. The answer, after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. In a world obsessed with freshness and where your food comes from, most people don't think about their coffee. Sometimes you'll see on a bag when the beans are roasted, but you really have no idea when those beans left their country of origin, where it's very possible those beans could have been sitting around for anywhere from six to nine months. But with Devotion, you know you're getting the freshest Colombian coffee experience possible. Devotion FedExes their beans every week up from Bogota to their roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So the coffee gets from Bogota to in your cup in as little as a 10-day time frame. And Devotion makes it super easy to order. Go to Devotion.com, that's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com. They have a wide variety of beans to choose from sourced from various areas of Colombia, and they tell you which one on each bag. You get free shipping on your first order of just 50 bucks or more, and enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off your first order. So you don't have to even leave your house to get your coffee, and it's probably less expensive than if you did. That's Devotion.com, enter the code WAKEUP, and that link and code are both in the episode notes. Check it out today. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Mike White's first writing credit was a movie called Dead Man on Campus, with Zach Morris himself, Mark Paul Gosseler, and Tom Everett Scott, as well as some actors with just two names, including an 18-year-old go-getter named Jason Siegel in a very small role. It revolved around a myth that if your roommate committed suicide, you were given straight A's by the college. You see, kids, uh, Gen X grew up in very different times. And, well, this is likely a longer conversation for another time. Now, over to the media biz and social platforms. Apple Music is going back to 1981 for its latest innovation, a feed that plays music videos 24 hours a day. They're launching a video streaming channel within the app that'll play music video premieres, themed video blocks, chart countdowns, artist takeovers, and, uh, well, pretty much everything MTV did in the 80s except for Al TV. Although I'm sure he'd come do it if you asked him. Uh, so, the hopes and dreams of everyone who used to complain that MTV didn't play videos anymore uh, have been answered. Eh, guess 2020's been good for something after all. Anyway, the channel is free for everybody in the US, as well as advertising free. Just go to the Apple Music app or Apple Music area of Apple TV. TNT has set one more celebrity-based live golf matchup, setting Charles Barkley and Phil Mickelson to take on Peyton Manning and Steph Curry in 18 holes of golf the day after Thanksgiving. All the talent will be mic'd, and golf carts will have their own cameras as well, making for a more uh, entertaining presentation. The Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady matchup back in May had a pretty huge ratings response, uh, well, for golf, being one of the first live sports events in the COVID era. And this charity match will benefit historically black colleges. Over in Ireland and the UK, Discovery is giving a preview of their streaming service ambitions, launching Discovery Plus for about $6.50 a month or $65 a year, although prices are slightly higher in Ireland. It offers live streams of 13 Discovery networks like HGTV, TLC, and the Food Network, as well as a variety of on-demand streaming content. And a few notes from the digital publishing world. Bustle employees are currently organizing to unionize and join the WGA East. No official reaction from Bustle CEO Brian Goldberg, but uh, certainly a lot of raised eyebrows in media circles. 
CNN legal analyst and New Yorker writer Jeffrey Tubin is taking a leave of absence slash been suspended respectively for inadvertently revealing himself, and I don't mean emotionally, on a uh, New Yorker Zoom call with WNYC radio employees. That's according to Vice. Turns out he didn't know he was on video and thought he was muted when it was revealed he was not wearing uh, anything below the belt. I mean, always a good Zoom call joke, but uh, you're not actually supposed to do it. And Digiday has a new editor-in-chief, Jim Cooper. Their managing editor, who will now take the reins after their departure of longtime editor, Brian Morrissey, back at the end of the summer. Jim's a pretty recent addition at Digiday, joining back in June. After close to a decade as executive editor of Adweek, so uh, congrats going out to Jim. In today's programming notes, you can enter the mind of McConaughey at your own uh, risk as he releases a, quote, unconventional memoir called Greenlights, a book that conveniently comes with a chapter just full of its own rolling papers. It covers Matthew's life lessons learned, anecdotes from his journey, and some of the wisdom he's gained while being an attractive A-list movie star. So order that from your favorite local bookstore or airstream. Otherwise, the World Series kicks off tonight at 8 p.m. on Fox between the L.A. Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays. And Reese Witherspoon is reuniting her Legally Blonde cast, well, virtually, for a live stream on her Hello Sunshine YouTube channel at 6.15 p.m. for any uh, L. Woods fan club members out there. Also wishing Jeff Bridges a successful treatment and recovery, he announced on Twitter that he's been diagnosed with lymphoma, but does have a good prognosis from his doctors. And just FYI, Netflix releases their third quarter earnings after the stock market closes today, so uh, you may see some headlines on that one. Or I'll just uh, get you up to speed in the morning. It's probably easier. But let's go out today with some uh, Beatabi. I played one of her singles earlier this summer, but uh, now her full album, Fake It Flowers, dropped this week, which is definitely a high recommendation for any 90s alternative rock fans. This one's called Worth It, and uh, you know what? I'm not even going to make a pun about how this podcast is worth sharing with your co-workers. Ah, uh, wait, I just did. But word of mouth is really key in the podcast world, so uh, please remember this one whenever anyone asks you, uh, hey, what are you listening to these days? Everybody already knows about Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend anyway. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. But you-